This is the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And our featured guest this week is Gretchen Fleming. Gretchen's passion is to follow hard after Jesus, knowing He is the treasure of a lifetime and worthy of every minute she commits to Him. God's Word has been life-changing for her through the most trying times, a great source of strength, wisdom, and truth. She's a Bible teacher who speaks and writes because she loves to see Jesus change lives as He's changed hers. Gretchen is a wife of 29 years and a mother of three young adult children. And we are so excited to feature Gretchen this week on our podcast. But first, some of you might not know what a featured guest is. So Josh, what is a featured guest? So one of the goals we have here at Daily Growth Discipleship is to learn from other people and how they've learned to walk the discipleship lifestyle out, how they've learned to grow daily. And we want to really boil down the nuggets of wisdom that they've learned. And so we've decided to break up a full conversation that we've had with them, typically an hour, an hour and a half long, into typically five chapters. We're going to release those one each day throughout the week. And that entire week will be built around the conversation that we have with our featured guest. And each chapter in that conversation then is a little nugget of wisdom, a little piece of the the conversation that's really valuable insight into the discipleship lifestyle. And so on this week's episode with Gretchen Fleming, we're releasing it in six different chapters, and you're going to want to listen to all of them. The first chapter, we start off loving the Word of God. Now, Gretchen's got an incredible story about how the Lord taught her to love His Word. And it's not something that most of us think about, but she did something very simple in order to get that result. So you're really going to want to listen and find out today. But then tomorrow, the dark night of the soul, something all Christians struggle with at some point or another. Wednesday, we're going to be talking about what she did and what it was like for her to come out of that. Chapter 4, why we need to stop measuring ourselves. For Josh and I, this is probably one of the most important chapters that we talk about because we are so guilty of measuring ourselves in so many unhealthy ways throughout our discipleship lifestyle, but also other areas of life. Chapter 5, we're going to talk about what it's like to have gratitude as a spiritual discipline. It's something that we most of the time just think about during one time of year, Thanksgiving. But how can incorporating gratitude into your spiritual disciplines change everything else in your life. In chapter 6, following hard after Jesus, what are some of the most valuable things she has learned in her discipleship journey, and how can we apply them to ours? And this episode is particularly helpful as we learn to walk the discipleship lifestyle daily. I love the little tips and tricks along the way about what it means to walk with Jesus daily. So as we talk about daily growth, I really think this episode all six chapters are going to be very helpful for you. Gretchen, good to be with you. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I'm so pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure to have you. And I uh, wanted to have you now for a while. You you have a blog, GretchenFleming.com. Um, I came to know of you through a mutual friend, and we'll go ahead and plug his, uh, his app real quick. You're a writer for um, Devotable. You've submitted um, some devotions to him, so people can go and download Devotable and uh, follow you there. Um, but is that what you do full-time? Are you a full-time writer and speaker? Yes, sir, I am. Mm-hmm. How'd you get into that? 
Um, <clears throat> it's so much. It's just been a, a long process, you know, that the Lord started me on in my mid to late 20s. I was a young stay-at-home mom, and um, he called me to be a Bible teacher. And at the time, uh, I had three kids under four, and um, I just thought, wow, you know, <laughs> hmm. seems like you've called me late, you know. Um, I, I wasn't able to go to seminary, and uh, it just didn't seem like the right season. But, you know, he just said, you're to be a Bible teacher. Take time to prepare. So I started way back then um, spending loads of time with him whether it was getting up before the kids got up or if they were um, happy and amused, I would run back to my green chair and spend some time with the Lord. And just that was about 26 years ago now. And I've just grown in the Lord and my knowledge of his word since then. And I used to just facilitate Bible studies. And then I did book studies. And then I began to write my own Bible studies and teach them. And interspersed with all of that, I would be asked to speak at different women's events. And uh, so it was just sort of a natural transition that as I um, was being changed from being in God's word, my natural inclination is to want to share it with other people. And uh, so I'm mainly a Bible teacher, but I exercise that through uh, speaking and writing. Did you grow up? As a Christian, or were you saved later in life? I have the blessing of a rich legacy with the Christian faith. My grandparents were Christians. My parents are believers. And um, I grew up in a small town in Kentucky in a little Southern Baptist church. And uh, as I moved to Florida to actually date my husband, um, I, you know, we were in a Southern Baptist church and just began to grow in my relationship with the Lord. And uh, through taking Bible studies that they offered, like Henry Blackaby's Experiencing God or mm-hmm. Beth Moore or um, Anne Graham Lotz, you know, way back in the day. I mean, I just could not get enough of Bible study and, and also Bible study fellowship. And so it was such a big difference to me between Sunday school, which was what I was used to, to then in my 20s, Bible studies came on the scene, and they were offered in churches. And I found that in Sunday school, people just showed up because it was what you were supposed to do. But Bible studies, people showed up because they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And to sit and have conversations about God's Word, and then to just sort of wrestle through it together, I began to grow and change. And I just thought, man, you know. If I grew up in the church and I didn't know about this, who else doesn't know, mm-hmm. you know, what we can have with the Lord through that love relationship and, and what it, the purpose of studying God's word, it isn't just something to check off the, the list of dues to be a Christian. It's an opportunity to grow in intimacy through knowledge and then how that affects our heart toward the Lord. So it was just a natural tendency to want to share what I was going through and gaining because it was too good to keep to myself. That's great. I, that really, really resonates with me, especially the what you experienced in doing it with other people because it, it's really easy to, to kind of lock yourself in and read the Bible on your own and, and work through those things on your own. And, and God can do great stuff in those times, but 
I, I'm the same way. I've found a lot of growth when studying the Bible with other people, having conversations with other people. Um, the Holy Spirit just does some great stuff in those situations. Yeah. And so, you, you know, you mentioned a, a point that I think was really great is it seems like a lot of people in the churches don't know that this form of study, this form of, of growth, um, Christian fellowship is available. Um, why do you think that is? Well, <clears throat> I think part of it is the, you know, the time you're born in and where you're born and uh, the churches, you know, and the denomination you're in. Um, being in a small town and, you know, Southern Baptist, it seemed like that what was emphasized is um, evangelism, which is wonderful. And, you know, I definitely wholeheartedly agree with that as an emphasis. And then serving the Lord, but really loving the Lord uh, or being very transparent. Um, you know, accountability. Um, there's just a lot of different subject matter that wasn't really taught from the pulpit mm-hmm. and wasn't really addressed in our Sunday school curriculum. So mm-hmm. I think when Henry, Henry Blackaby came upon the scene and he was part of the Southern Baptist Convention, I think, man, he really uh, enabled believers to know of what God wanted of them more than their service. He was out for that love relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And I can still remember, um, I got a glimpse of what I could have. Blackaby was explaining something about his own quiet time. And he said, um, you know, I'll read in different parts of the word at any given time, but at the same time, I am always in the gospels because that's where my Jesus is. And when he said that, his voice broke. And I had never heard or seen a passion for the Lord like that. And when I saw that, I thought, uh uh-oh, I said, you know, I thought to myself, there is something more to this. It isn't about just working your butt off for the Lord. It isn't about just telling others about Jesus. It is about a a personal transaction. It's an intimacy that's available. And once I knew that that was possible, that's what I wanted. Gretchen, thanks so much for sharing this first part of your story with us. That's exactly what reading the Bible is all about. We can get so caught up in doing it just to fulfill some checklist of things that we think good Christians should do. But in reality, it's about meeting God in the revelation of his word, and building a relationship that helps us grow daily to become more like him. So thanks so much for sharing that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you liked what you've heard here, be sure to share it with someone else, and then go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to check out the next chapter in our conversation when Gretchen talks about depression and the dark night of the soul. (laughs) 